Broadcasting live on 103.5 FM WNHHLP and worldwide from the studios on the corner of Elm and Orange Streets here in New Haven and online at, at newhavenindependent.org. This is the Cannoli and Condition Sports Radio Hour with your hosts, Vinnie Morrow and Joel Rudikoff. I'm Adam Joseph with this week's update. And what a week it's been. The Cleveland Cavaliers are your 2016 NBA champions. They beat Golden State in seven games. Cleveland became the first team to come back from a three-games-to-one deficit, ending the Warriors' record-breaking season. LeBron James was named MVP. The NBA draft is officially over, and each team now knows which rookies they will have to work with heading into the 2016-2017 season. Ben Simmons and Brandon Ingram went uh, with the top two picks, as expected, but the draft was full of surprises after that. The Boston Celtics held on to their number three pick and took Jalen Brown out of Cal. The Celtics, along with the Timberwolves, tried to put together a trade for Bulls star Jimmy Butler, but couldn't get the deal done. Locally, the biggest NBA news of the week uh, was the Knicks addressed their need for a point guard and acquired former NBA MVP and number one overall pick Derrick Rose in a blockbuster deal with the Bulls. The Knicks sent Robin Lopez, Holde Calderon, and Jerry and Grant to the Bulls uh, and also received a shooting guard Justin Holiday and a 2017 uh, second-round pick, which is unusual for the Knicks to have any picks. Rose, 27, has had an injury-plagued uh, history and is in the final year of his contract. We'll talk a lot of basketball in a little bit with our NBA analysts, Cousin Mitch and... <coughs> He comes in the room and coughs, like on command. Uh, and Dave Alexandro. A disaster. I mean, it's amazing that you're house trained. Something uh, about this room makes me cough. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Plus the sound in here. I can cough like a mile away and it would like... No, you came in, sat down at the mic and coughed. It's unreal. Sorry, folks. Uh, turning it, to baseball, the Boston Red Sox. It's like the doctor's holding his testicles. Oh, cough. boy. Well, excuse me? Oh. Turning hey, to baseball. Uh, the Boston Red Sox and David Price, uh, bailed out David Price last night, scoring four, four runs in the top of the ninth to top the Texas Rangers, 8-7. to seven. Mookie Betts had a uh, tying two-run homer with two outs in the ninth, and Dustin Pedroia later scored the go-ahead uh, run on a wild pitch to cap the wild ninth inning. Knuckleballer Stephen Wright takes on A.J. Griffin later today. The Yankees topped the Twins last night at the stadium, 4-3. to Batances, Miller, and Chapman locked down uh, the end of the game for the Yanks, who will send Michael Pineda to the mound against Irvin Santana. That's a 105 first pitch. And in the National League, a day before Jose Reyes was expected to become a free agent, the New York Mets finally beat the Atlanta Braves 8-6. to six. Uh, If Reyes is not claimed by on waivers, uh, he will be free to sign with any team starting at 1 p.m. Uh, today, Saturday. The Mets are interested in re-signing Reyes. Uh, I mean, are get, you okay? Do you need to see a doctor? Get a cough drop. I have to cough. It's like a natural reaction. Benji, but let me just say, now that, some water. now that we have this pause in the action, let me just take this opportunity Would you let to talk finish? about the Jose right. Reyes situation for a second. Well, you know, Reyes, uh, who the team believes could learn to play third base, bounce around the infield, or even try uh, in left field. Uh, indications that the two sides are headed toward a reunion. Don't Mo- do it. Moving to soccer, the United States was shellacked in their Copa America semifinal, losing to Argentina 4 to nothing. They'll take on Colombia in the tournament's third place game today at uh, in Phoenix. Chile and Argentina will play for the title at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. And turning to hockey, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins are your Stanley Cup champs. Uh, Austin Matthews was drafted number one overall by the Toronto Maple Leafs. We'll talk hockey uh, next year ahead of the Chiefs Cup. Uh, gentlemen, uh, and one other uh, quick note, uh, the NFL is looking into uh, players that were mentioned in Al Jazeera's uh, report uh, of steroid users. Uh, they'll be speaking with uh, Clay Matthews uh, and James Harrison, uh, among others. I I knew Clay Matthews. There was something, uh, I thought it was a chunky soup. Apparently not. Let me just say, I know the Wilpons are listening to the show right now. Friends of the program. When I first started, we were sort of like at odds with each other, but 
you know, we, we forgave the Will Ponds last season. I want to just make a special appeal to you. Don't sign Jose Reyes. Don't do it. Okay, I don't care how desperate you are. I don't care how cheap you are. Don't sign Jose Reyes. I beg of you. Thank you. Thoughts? Med stock. Yeah, med stock. Who would have who'd have predicted this? That's not med stock. I talk. think he's uh, mostly a, a a washed up player at this point. He's thirty three. Speed his speed didn't age well. They're talking about moving him to third base. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's nice to have a, a switch hitter in your lineup. Um, That's not why I'm saying don't do it. I understand that. I understand he got suspended that. for fifty games yeah. for domestic violence. Okay, uh, charges were chosen not to be pressed. That's fine. Major League Baseball suspended him for fifty games. Now the Rockies don't want him back. And in fact, he's so tainted and so pathetic that the Rockies are going to pay $38 million of his salary. So if the Mets sign him, they can sign him for the major league minimum. But guess what? I don't care. I do not want Jose Reyes on the team. I've thought a lot about this, and I'm saying right now I'm taking an inextricable position. I am against the Jose Reyes signing completely. Do not do it. Oh. Mm. How's that? Uh, made right it, now, made if you it through could say, his entire rant without coughing. If you could say to me, yeah, right. if you could say to me, how's that possible? How how could he go through his whole thing without coughing? I, you, I actually you speak think, for thirty seconds and he coughs. All right, hold on. I, I <coughs> see. I think it's, if the Mets, I think it's all in his mind. Yeah. If I could have a choice right now, the Mets sign Jose Reyes and make it to the World Series again. They don't sign Jose Reyes and don't make the playoffs. I'm going for don't sign Jose Reyes. Don't make the playoffs. How's that? You are just you. You are just a moral person. I think it's inexcusable. The, pe- the pedestal mm. of what you live is. I'm just. That's just. Uh, that's just how I feel. So, were you rooting for the Mets back when they had Vince Coleman and? All right, exactly. Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry and you know. I mean, all, all of a sudden, there's you. You have a morality clause in your in your fandom. Yes. No. 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 Look, Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strawberry. Now, first of all, I mean, they were signed by George Steinbrenner, right? So let's, uh, you know, I mean, after they had, but, you know, so they were, uh, they committed drug offenses, right? And I would assume there's some others. Yeah, there are certainly some some other offenses. I don't assume that. I'm just saying that Jose Reyes, uh, I just, I don't want him on the team. All right, so next How's week. That? So next week you play. You're playing the. Uh, you're playing the Nationals next week. The Mets are playing the Nationals next week. You're chasing them yep. in the standings. Yep. The guy gets on first base. Fortunate, takes, fortunate he, by the way, that the Nationals have somehow lost six in a row. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, they did. The, the Mets would be done. Oh, the Mets are a disaster. All of a sudden, he steals. With he steals right. three bases, and you win three games. I, I'm thinking. Look, I'm you're not going to be fine with it. I'm not going to disown the team. I'm not going to stop rooting for the team. What I'm saying though, right now. Before they do it, this is this is like two days ago, uh, and you're like the people of Britain, right? And I'm saying to you, don't vote leave, okay? Don't do it. If you could go back in time and say, okay, do you want to destroy the world economy? Do you want to like destroy the future of it's the Tottenham Spurs? <laughs> but <laughs> wait, was that Vince coughing? Yeah, yes. it's generational. You okay, Vince? <laughs> do you guys have something? <laughs> Studio. Well, why don't you call in? Go back to North Haven. And Has call there been a in. cat yeah. in the studio? Call Lucy. Like we're both allergic to pets, so if there was like a pet special or something, if if there was like New Haven Dog Show, if, you're live. If, if or I something. knew that, I would just bring Rocco in every Saturday. So you Rocco, come in. you name your dog Rocco. 
if if we had a dog, what would we name him? Chaim. Kind of ethnic name or off the rails. Oh boy. Okay, I'm just saying that. Uh, so, if you could go back two days ago in Britain, you'd say, "Look, don't do it." That's. I feel that I'm in the same position with the New York Mets. They're going to decide today whether or not to sign this domestic abuser. I think you're. What? I think you're ridiculous. Okay. Oh, that's I, absolutely I, fine. I, I think you're you you'll you'll be donning his. Jose Reyes jersey again at oh, some point. Oh, that's not going to happen. Trust I mean, me on that. You know, look if they want to sign this toxic individual, it's up to them. I won't be. I won't be buying a Jose Reyes jersey that's for the kids. It's because you already have them. No, I don't. No, we have David Wright jerseys. Oh, that's no oh, boy. I, that's collective. They sent they send him to the glue factory yet? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. The captain, David Wright. Look, guess what? You mean 2016 Don Mattingly? He's he's coming back. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. no, no 2016 a, Don Mattingly. That would imply that uh, Don Mattingly had ever made the World Series, it, it, which he did not. Last oh, year, man. David Wright, yeah. the captain, led the New York Mets to the World Series. Yep. Same number of rings. Yeah. Um, and and by the way, David Wright couldn't hold a candlestick to Don Mattingly. Yeah. So. Donnie Baseball was the best player in baseball. In his look, I admit that okay, I never said so. David. Right. So, no, no Jose Reyes jerseys. There will not will. There will not be any Jose Reyes jerseys. You know, this is the first time I'm really like, man, I can't wait for Cousin Mitch to call in. I know. Just break like, this up. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm counting down. Who, who do we got first? Well, there? Alexander was calling in first. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Because look, I, I watched the NBA Finals, but I don't really know what I saw. So we need some like, last time Alexandra was on, the guys like, they passed it to the one, who passed it to the five. So they the guy, set the screen. The guy, so the guy dropped a couple technical terms and you are fully enamored. As I recall, you were, you were quite impressed as well. I think I was sleeping during that portion of the program. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so. Now we're going to look at you right now and just make it uncomfortable. Yeah. Just, you know, see where you can bring us next. What, what, what else? I mean, you, you got Britain in here. You got domestic violence in here. You, you went back to the heydays of the Mets. What, what else is ping-ponging around in that brain of yours? Okay, here's a good topic. <laughs> in case you guys missed it, Cleveland won the NBA championship. I know, Adam, you didn't watch the games. That's fine. He was watching Copa Americana. Exactly. Watching the U.S. get crushed by what, Lionel Messi. What was the final score of that game? 4 nothing. Isn't that hard to do, by the way? I mean, you have to try to lose by 4 well, nothing. Well, you know, Mexico lost uh, last Sunday, uh, I'm sorry, last Saturday, 7 to nothing to Chile. Okay, that's hard that's to do. That's hard to do. Okay, that's hard. And Mexico, I mean, Mexico had a pretty good team, but as soon as they let in those first two goals, it was they, they folded. Folded. Look, I'm sorry, were you talking? If you collected the All-Stars from your over-40 Sunday morning league... A big 4-3 four to, four to three win last week? Could you guys compete in the Copacabana? Listen... Or, or whatever it is. You know, uh, no. No. We're, uh, we're, just, we're an aged team. Do you guys call it football or do you call it soccer? We call it soccer. Seriously? Does anybody in your leagues call it football? Yeah, we've got a couple of folks from overseas playing in the leagues. Vin, what do you call it? Call what? I fall asleep again. The game where they kick the ball. Soccer or football? So I think I think Joel was trying to uh, take a meandering path to uh, worst sports cities. Okay, most tortured so sports cities. Now that Cleveland most tortured has won the championship. Well, that's a different topic. We'll say worst. Worst. Right, so Cleveland was far and away the worst most, most tor tortured. Yeah, I think I think most tortured. We'll most tortured. Okay. Most tortured. All right. Most All right. tortured. Uh Sports city in America. Now that Cleveland has won its championship, 
their first championship in 52 years. What is the most tortured sports city in America? And I think that there has to be two major sport teams. So now you're qualifying this. In that city. Yeah. I mean, look, look you could say Hartford is the most tortured sports city because we lost the Whalers and like can't get a team now, but that wouldn't really count. But no one cares about hockey. I think a lot of people care about hockey. You go, you go across the border to Canada. If that's the case, I'm going to go to New Haven because we lost the Nighthawks. Okay. Plus, your worldview begins and ends. Right. Plus, Hartford's <laughs> 18 square miles. Hartford can't exactly. get minor league baseball. They True. lost the Whalers. Uh, no, but I'm saying that there has to be. I believe there has to be at least two major. So you're saying not Buffalo, because Buffalo would clearly be. Hockey's yeah. a major sport. They have the Sabers. I think uh, Buffalo. See, and doesn't See, that really get to the point? And you don't even that, know. That I didn't even realize that. But that Buffalo had a Buffalo has team. a hockey team. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Interesting. That tells you everything you need to know about hockey because nobody cares. About well, not hockey. only about hockey, but about Buffalo. They have the Sabres. Buffalo. I mean, they live and die with the Buffalo Bills. Look, not only I think clearly the answer is Buffalo. Their last major title was 1965 with the Bills. I think I think Atlanta's got to be in there. The, I mean, the, Bra- the, the Bills won. lost four Super Bowls, and worst of all. They now have they they're now stuck with the Rex Ryan, the icing on the cake. You think Atlanta? I think Atlanta. I mean, take out take out the fact that they did win the World Series. They got to the playoffs like twelve times in a row. I know, and came up short. The last championship every time. in it in Atlanta was nineteen ninety five. The Braves, but they came up short so many times. Not only did they come up short, the they are Hawks. arguably the 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 most underachieving team in the history of baseball. The Atlanta Hawks stink. Yeah. Stink. They've lost dumpster two, fire. They lost two NHL franchises in the last thirty years. They That's lost. True. They lost the Atlanta Flames and then the Atlanta Thrashers. The Falcons. We actually both relocated to Canada. Who would? Because who would have thought that Can- that hockey would have worked in Canada? Right. Not Atlanta. versus Atlanta. Wow. Right. So the Falcons were. Is that uh, Gary Batman? <laughs> Good job yeah. looking at a map, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcons were thirteen and three in twenty ten and twenty twelve. But they only wound up with one playoff win They're each awful. of those seasons. They're just I mean, and also Matty Ice, you know, they had the star quarterback, you know, fifteen years ago. Yeah, who ended up going to prison in the middle of his career, in the middle of his prime. Joel wouldn't like him on his team either. Who Vic? Vic? Yeah, no, that's that's the only quarterback I think on Atlanta that's gone to prison in the last fifteen years. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Matt Ryan's gone to prison. I really don't know. I'm it's, not his like biographer. Really, really uh, keeping up on these things. Yeah. Hey, joining us on the hotline right now. Thank God. Talk uh, X's and O's. Thank God. I, I am not going to cough during this appearance because this person is worthy of a coughless appearance. Thank God. Dave, you with us? Yes, guys. How are you? All right. We're going. Adam and I are going to take a nap. You get Joel for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Last time you were on the air, <clears throat> Andy coughs. One of us, I can't remember if it was you or me. Declared the Golden State Warriors to be the greatest team in the history of basketball. I can't remember which one of us it was, was. I believe that was you. You had come out of your 20-year um, hibernation after uh, your time as the Michael Jordan of law school uh, in Chicago. <laughs> wow. This and, guy's good. Uh, right, right. And then, uh, yeah. And, but because and he's listened to the show like 100 times since then. Because it was a big radio show, so he could tell you every syllable of the show. Okay, yes, it was me. I tried to purge it from my memory. Yeah, if, and he's talking Michael Jordan when he was playing for the Birmingham, Birmingham Barons. It was me who declared the Golden State Warriors to be the greatest team in the history Give of basketball. Up. And you apparently were wrong. What happened? 
What happened? Well, you know, the, the Draymond Green suspension turned out to be huge. And from that point on, basically LeBron and Kyrie, you know, games five and six, uh, you know, they were just unbelievable. And the the ball movement that everybody kind of complained about with the Cavs, you know, the ball was sticking with LeBron or sticking with Kyrie, and you can't win like that in today's NBA, you know, they, they would basically just clear out. And that one game where both of them put up 41 points, right? And then with Kyrie, I think they said for the last five games, he averaged close to 31 points a game. So it wasn't just those last three games. They kind of were, were getting into a groove offensively uh, in advance of game five, but games five, six, and seven, they really, you know, they won by more than 10 in, in games five and six. And then game seven, they just kind of uh, just outplayed outplayed the Warriors in a key stretch. Those last five and a half minutes were painful to watch for, for the Warriors. Right. I mean, do you think that, uh, well, I mean, painful to watch for the, uh, for the Cavs too, right? I mean, in game seven, like the last six minutes, the teams combined shot one for eighteen, with Kyrie Irving's yeah. three pointer being the being yeah, the only don't basket forget, made. You know, also in that stretch was, you know, they got that switch where for whatever reason Kerr had Azealian because he thought he needed a rebounder, and they got that switch out onto LeBron when when the Warriors are up four, you know, so so there's less than six minutes left in the game. Warriors are up four. They get a switch out onto Azili. LeBron throws a head fake. Azili fouls him on a three-point shot, and from that point on, I think the Warriors got outscored ten to two to close the game. So, so I thought that that was, you know, the two, the biggest moment people talk about. Obviously, is that you know the chase down block by LeBron on Iguodala, but but that head fake three-point uh, attempt where where Azili kind of fell for it and, and and left his feet. That really was it was a huge play. And then Steph had that bonehead left hand behind the back pass to uh Clay Thompson that went out of bounds. So so those were three key moments. Uh the, the three point foul, the chase down block and the turnover by Steph, I thought were were three key plays that um you know made a huge difference in that game. Everyone's talking about LeBron's legacy. Um, what, what's what's Curry's after the series? I mean, you know, the the LeBron, you get to argue, you know, greatest basketball player ever with Jordan. Everyone can have an opinion on that. But you know, Steph's, you know, at seven yeah. or eight years in the league now. Where, what are people thinking about him at this point? I mean, he had a great regular season. He was going for back-to-back titles, so he's not. So you can't call him. You know, he can choke because he won. He's already won a championship. But what happened to him in this series that all of a sudden it just disappeared? I mean, it the, the his game disappeared. He wasn't lighting the ball up, even though they were up three-one. He was not the best player on that team. I mean, Draymond Green was clearly the best player on that team. Yeah, God, Draymond couldn't have played any better in Game Seven uh, with with Steph. You know, obviously, after he tweaked his his knee early in the playoffs, there was talk about maybe he has a lingering injury that he's not letting on about. But he did have a couple of high scoring games after the injury, so I think a lot of people are saying, "All right, well, whatever 
slowdown resulted from that injury, he was able to overcome it at times. So, um, you know, you can't really focus on that. But, you know, I, I just think that sometimes players just don't, don't you know, uh, other than someone like Jordan, like you said, you know, Steph is not Jordan. But he Exactly, Steph over, is he, not Jordan. Yeah, he still shot over 40 for threes for the whole playoff. For the, actually, for the series against the Cavs, he shot over 40% from the three-point line. So, so but what I'm saying uh, is, before the playoffs, mm-hmm. Steph Curry was the first unanimous MVP in the history mm-hmm. of basketball. He led his team to the most wins. He had won a championship. It was not so... People were talking about him as if, huh, this guy might be like the next iteration of the greatest player in the NBA. Like, could could he come into the Pantheon? And now, well, sure, because think now about it, he was, this put the lie to it, right? Well, you know, I, I don't think the story's not over, right? He He's totally rev- revolutionized the position. And so, you know, he's the point guard for a team that has kind of changed the way the whole league is playing. And not only is he running the point, but he's obliterating three-point records. Uh, and he's shooting at a rate that, you know, you've only seen guys like Steve Nash and Mark Price shoot at the percentages at the point guard position or, or ever. Uh, you know, guys that could shoot the two at such a high percentage, the three at such a high percentage, and, and at the free throw line. You know, they talk about that whole idea of 50-40-90, right? Uh, shooting field goal percentage, free, uh, three-point and free throw percentage and and it's always been kind of Nash Bird was another one obviously in Nowitzki but but at the point guard position you you've heard Mark Price and Steve Nash and that's it uh so and those guys were were never relied on to the extent that Steph is relied on so so he is he has done enough to kind of elevate himself into the conversation. Like you said, first unanimous MVP, back-to-back MVP, winning the title last year. And, you know, who knows if, if Draymond doesn't have that bonehead play uh, in game four, you still might be having the conversation about uh, Steph. So, so it, it's, um, you know, I, I'm not writing him off just because he, he didn't close out the series the way he should have because, you know, I th- I think Golden State's going to be right back, uh, you know, among the top teams in the league next year. So there's no reason why he shouldn't come back and 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 have a reason to to want to prove. You know, he really didn't seem to have many doubters. Now all of a sudden he does have some doubters. So to prove those doubters wrong, he he's come back every year in his career uh, better and and improved on different aspects of his game. So, you know, the thing that people are talking about right now is. You know what was missing in in the finals was his... Kevin Durant. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I don't know about Kevin Durant. I, I think there were times, you know, you saw it in that possession where you know Kevin Love is being praised for that defense he played and, and having him force that three towards the end of Game Seven, and and that's one of the things that people are are pointing at. Like you know, Steph, since he has that ability to put the ball on the floor, why didn't he take Love? to the hoop at that point and, and then, you know, either a floater or a pull-up or something, uh, which some people are saying he doesn't have enough of that in his game. You know, I, I think he does. And, and I think at that moment, though, he just, his eyes lit up and he's hit that shot so many times that he felt comfortable shooting a three. But that's one of the things I think people will look for him to do more is 
is not just, you know, continue to try to break his his three record where this year he hit 400 where no one had had even come close to that uh, in the regular season. So I, I think you'll see more of that from him is, is where he does put the ball on the floor and, and uh, it's not going to be a major part of his game like the mid-range or the floater game, but I, I think you'll see a little bit more of that. I mean, I think the biggest difference between the two teams was the Cavs' ability to play defense um, mm-hmm. and and Golden State not being able to stop stop Monday. I think the other thing was that I think Curry just ran out of gas at the end. I think he ran mm-hmm. out of gas. I mean, they they played to, to to win the you know to, to take the record at the end of the regular season, and mm-hmm. you know they didn't let their foot off the gas after after clinching the top spot. Um, you know, he, it, so that and, and the injury yeah. that he picked up. Uh, in the second round, I, I thought that was that was pretty much he, he was he was on fumes at the end. Sure, sure. And then they had that series against the Thunder, you know, where even though the the Cavs went six in their last series, they did not really have, um, you know, too much. It was never really too many obstacles doubt, right? in their way throughout the playoffs till they got to the final. So, so yeah, like all the men- all the reasons you mentioned, and then on top of that, you had that grueling seven game series against the Thunder. I think you're absolutely right. So, Which I think is one of the reasons why Steph is uh, opted out of the the Olympics this summer because he's like, you know what, I need to rest. So real quick, you know this this big uh, is that why he opted out? Maybe he's afraid of the Zika virus. Hey, let, let me ask right, you. Right, that, well, maybe his true. wife won't let him go. <laughs> but let me ask you this: you're 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 a you're an NBA fan. What do you think of the, the pros playing in the NBA? I mean, in the Olympics, I I, I despise it. I think it should have ended with the dream team. You think pros in the NBA should end? I mean, no, the pros in the uh, in the Olympics. Oh, in the Olympics. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I think you know you started. You know, since '92, you know, once they established that that was going to be the case. Uh, well, obviously, uh, you have all you know, these guys when... opting out of the out of the Olympics. I mean, like for every other athlete who is trying to go for the Olympic Games, they're mm-hmm. like training and fighting to get there like they're you know the olympic trials and they've been training for years and these spoiled brats in the nba are like yeah i don't want to play in the olympics i don't want to play in the olympics it it, to me just you know I, i think there's an element of that but you know i think if you look at it just like you said about you know like we were just talking about curry their their livelihood is is the professional game whereas exactly these 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 Olympians, their livelihood is, is for this one moment, right? right? They they have their one shining moment. So, you know, I, I think the reason they switched to using professionals for basketball, because the other countries were already doing it, essentially, you know, where, where these countries were just training year-round with those players to get ready for the Olympics. And, you know, so even it's if we use college... It's not fun to watch, though, right? I, mean, I don't think just, it's... It's not fun to watch. The reason they did it, well, not only... The, I mean, really, yeah, it's because the other countries do it. But but so these guys are definitely going to win the gold medal every mm-hmm. time they go out there. So that's the reason right. they did it because so we could win the gold medal, right? Right. So but the so best I, foreign I really, players are playing in the NBA, right? Right. So, and and those guys are doing the same thing. You know, you you see some of the foreign players, and then those countries, you know, those guys have some real national pride. You know, for for Nowitzki to play for Germany, or or even when Steve Nash wanted to play for Canada, all those kind of things. But those guys opt out sometimes of their of you know if you want to call it a national obligation. Sometimes those guys say, "Hey, you know what? I can't do it this year." 
like Manu Ginobili, there's nobody that wants to play more, right, for Argentina. And he said this summer, hey, I can't do it. So you know uh, what? That, so like but Car- there's a difference between being injured and not playing than, you know, coming up with these, you know, really? the uh, A mosquito bite? They're worried about a mosquito bite? Like, I don't no, want no, I don't no, want, I think, I don't want to I go to Brazil because a mosquito of, bite. I, you I know, and, and think about it. Some of these guys... Carmelo, he hasn't opted on. He's going for his third Car- Olympic yeah, goal. Yeah, right, because Carmelo plays on a loser franchise. Yeah, he, guess what, he's, he's well He only wants to win. He's the only that ha- guy's going to win. Exactly. Well, look, the whole Carmelo thing, so as a Nick fan. <laughs> thoroughly well-rested. I'm like, gee, right. I'm like, Carmelo has a, a chronically bad knee, right? So instead right. of, I, I mean, when I heard Carmelo was going to play in, in the Olympics, I'm like, okay, they're going to win the gold medal with him or without him. Right. But he's more of like a showboat, right? Like he mm-hmm. had a bad knee, uh, and instead of resting his knee, he played in the All-Star game and then was out mm-hmm. the rest of the season. It's more important to him to, you know, go to the Olympics and be watched on TV by 500 zillion people around the world. So he could sell and, more sneakers. I mean, well, well, some, some but they're going to win the gold medal with say- him or without him. It's about selling sneakers. Right, but then I think, you know, the, the counter-argument to that is, okay, the Knicks shut him down because their season meant nothing, so now he has an opportunity to train with the best players in the world for the whole summer, go win the Olympic gold, and transition into the preseason for the NBA, where now he's kind of got his timing back, and he's looking forward uh, to a new season with new teammates, new coach. You know, so I think there's ends, and then that argument about, hey, how come you don't want to win for your country? So... Here's a guy kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Um, He's at least got so, an excuse not to play. Like, he, he was injured all year. Okay, James Harden. James, yeah, but listen, think about this the Olympics. James Harden thing is ridiculous. James Harden yeah, is one of the best players down the in list, the NBA. And he says, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hold I don't it against them. This is a guy, James Harden. He's one of the top players in the NBA. He's, he thinks it's safer to sleep with a Kardashian. <laughs> then go get a mosquito bite in Brazil. <laughs> it's inexplicable. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, I, he, I don't know. I don't, he I don't know he thinks about it's that, actually but, safer uh, to sleep with Khloe Kardashian rather than <laughs> actually get a mosquito bite in Brazil. So, I mean, it's just, to me, go find 15 guys in this country, non-pros, non-college guys, give them a chance to go play in the NBA. I mean, I don't, in the Olympics. In the Olympics. I'm just I agree. sick and tired. They should have ended with no, the dream team. I'm willing to get the silver medal. with the dream team. I'm willing to settle for the silver. No. And let these college I, and you players know what? Play. I don't care. Go find 10 guys at Rucker Park and go give them a basketball and say, you want to play for your country? That's right. Give somebody a chance. That's right. Instead I want to root for the underdog when Prima Donnas. Oh, I don't want to play for my country. Okay. But Carmelo wants to play for his country, so Nike can sell more sneakers. I don't get it. Right, like, right. James Harden. Well, that's why you know that's why Go they take thirty-one Kardashian guys again. What's that? James Harden. Hey, hey, that that to me. That's just the most ridiculous thing in the world. I don't, it's too dangerous to go. To, it's too dangerous to go to Brazil. You're sleeping with a Kardashian for crying right. out loud in the pantheon of <laughs> risk-taking endeavors. Clearly, like going to Rio to play basketball is less risky. Than things that we know. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get it. He just doesn't want to go. He just doesn't want to go. And you know, I and get he's that. Not, and he's not getting paid enough money by Nike to go. Right, like, right. Speaking of sneaker sales, okay, let's talk about Kevin Durant for a second. So mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, he's a free agent. Uh, my sources around the league are telling me that starting July first, uh, Kevin Durant is coming to New York for meetings. 
Durant's mm-hmm. Rock Nation agency, Jay-Z's agency, which, you know, I've got to say also represents the, you know, Canoe and Kinesh Sports Hour. So we're a little conflicted here. But Kevin Durant is coming into New York and he's meeting with the Warriors, the Celtics, the Clippers, the Heat, and the Spurs. And he's also meeting with the Thunder in New York. Right. Now note, of course, like listed, not listed amongst those teams, is a team that actually plays in New York, the New York Knicks, who are begging for him. Okay. Right. So he's coming in and he's meeting with those teams. What is what is he going to do? I think he goes back to the Thunder. You know, uh, he's got one of the best GMs in the league in Sam Presti, you know, who just pulled the trigger this week on a deal that made their team better, I think, by, by bringing in Oladipo. So I think that, you know, if, if they can find that shooter, like they tried Robertson, uh, and, and he kind of caved down the stretch in the playoffs. He, he had his games here and there, but, but was not knocking down the shot consistently. So basically that series with Golden State turned into, all right, we need Durant and, and, uh, All right, so you think you think he's staying with the Thunder? I think so. I, I think you know. And then if he doesn't stay with with them, you know, I think you have to be looking at the Warriors or Spurs because if he's going to leave, you know, he doesn't have a a LeBron type reason to to return to a team that he played with or anything like that. So if you're going to leave your team, go to um, a team where it runs assist. They, you know, they run a system and they have a coach in place. Uh, and they have a whole culture in place that you'd want to play in. And I think the Spurs and, and the Warriors both have that. So so I think if he leaves, he's going to the Spurs or the Warriors, but I still put the Thunder in the top position. See, this is interesting. And, you know, getting back to the sneaker thing. So back in 2014, the two top-selling sneakers in the NBA were LeBron and Durant. Durant was mm-hmm. clearly uh, the second most popular player in the NBA. Uh, he then gets injured. He's eclipsed by Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So now Kevin Durant has a three hundred million dollar contract with Nike. Uh, but all anybody's talking about is Steph Curry with Under Armour, LeBron James with Nike. So Kevin Durant, not only is he thinking about a championship, he also wants to get sort of dealt back into the uh, into the conversation of most popular player in the NBA best player mm-hmm. in the NBA. So this guy right now is on the outside looking in. He's he's stuck on a team with like Russell Westbrook. Uh I don't know. If I had a bet, I say he's going to the Heat. No, I I don't I don't see it, but I'm saying right know, now crazier crazier things have happened, but I, I don't see him as a guy I don't see him as a guy who needs to be the alpha ever. dog or anything like that. I he's got his money. He's he's you know, you walk around at any school where kids are wearing jerseys, you're, you're going to see Durant jerseys. It's not like pe- he's fallen off the map and people don't even know who he is. You know, the North Haven Middle love- School, the Durant jersey is in third place. <laughs> no, he is. He is meeting with the Heat. I'm look. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay, I think that uh, he has a choice: either go to the Warriors, win, maybe win a championship, but just be sort of like. Steph Curry's, you know, Scottie Pippen, or go somewhere in the Eastern Conference 
uh, that has a chance to win a championship where he can sort of like be the guy. Uh, and yeah, I look, actually you know, look at the piece, look at the pieces that the Heat have, right? You know, going to sign with them right now to be play alongside Dwayne Wade. It's not the Dwayne Wade that Shaq played with or that LeBron played with, right? Uh, he's still a good player, but but he's not a superstar anymore. So I think he's got any of those other options. It doesn't matter. Any of the other options I mentioned, mm. he's he's mm. he's in with superstars, mm. and he's got a chance to mm. win a title. All right. So yeah. All right, Dave. I'd, I'd go to the, he just because he's got Gabrielle Union hanging around with him. But then Dave, there. you've taught us a lot about basketball over the last uh, three weeks. Thank you for sharing some of your knowledge. Anytime. Uh, we'll bring you back next year if we're on the air. When you, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, look All I ask you is this. Guys. All I ask you is this. When the offers start coming in from ESPN, from Sports Illustrated... From Sirius XM offering you a basketball channel, give us a chance to match whatever offers you get. Because I, absolutely, you, you are guys, you are yes. the lead NBA expert. I mean, give us a chance. <laughs> We're not going to, but you know, yeah, we just, just want to know how much you're getting paid. Give us a chance to go to Paul Bass and ask for. <laughs> I mean, an expense requisition. Adam and I will vote Joel off this show right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually a fair point. So, you know, that's why I can't you, let this guy in the studio. You haven't. I'm not stupid. You I'm haven't coughed stupid. once during the interview. That's because because he's. He's he's uh, worthy. You know what? Mitch is having a conniption. Mitch yeah, is calling yeah, in. Mitch is calling like, oh, in. Go. Go. Dave, it's Dave, good. thank you. <laughs> Hold on. It's nap time. Mitch is coming on. Okay. We are now transitioning. From the lively Dave Alexandro. From from the <laughs> new NBA expert. Mitch, are you there? This is as if when Wally Pep. Oh, got replaced. God. It's as if there was a DH position back then, and instead of going back to the bench for the rest of his career, Wally Pip got the DH for the Yankees. This is the new DH of the Canoeing Kanish Sports Hour. Are you there? Yes, I've made it back. He's back. Mitch, I've welcome back. back. I was a little bit worried. My agent, Benjamin uh, Rubikov, assured me. Rubikov? <laughs> Rudikoff, Rudikoff, assured me that I would be back. Right, we switched to Rock Nation, but you're still with Benjamin Rudikoff as your agent. But he successfully negotiated for you to come back. He got you a five minute slot. You got you have a you have a minute and a half slot. Okay, Mitch, you got as long as a, oh, the old Brad Benson commercials on on the fan. Oh, remember those? Those were oh, great. Those. Oh, he they, wound they've up. Been, they've, uh, been, they've been bought out. Down by me. He yeah. wound up selling the place. Yeah, this Hyundai's worse than Mitch on Colin Knish. I would assume because he was facing federal indictment at some point. Ah, uh, okay, Mitch. Speaking of federal indictment, Adam Silver. Should Adam Silver be under federal indictment for fixing the games? in the NBA Finals. Here is Mitchell's opinion, and this is Mitchell's alibi for being you, wrong. You've gone. You are now referring to yourself in the third person. Right. Wow. Okay. Are you calling it the Mitchell Report? Ooh. Yes. Wow. My, uh, the my, Mitchell, my the second Mitchell Report. Eli Rudikoff Trademark pending. Suggested that I ramp it up a little bit. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm, what I'm, is Mitchell's I'm, opinion? I'm, 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 I'm feeling ears. ramped. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling it. Okay, now here is what happened with my prediction, by the way. I would have been right about Golden State in five. The problem occurred when the NBA realized that TV makes their money starting game six, 
and starting game seven. The first four games is a break-even. If they let Green play that game five, I am very sure, especially after Cleveland losing in Cleveland and being kind of down, I believe Golden State would have won that game five. They took that momentum back by winning game five, and the series was all they was. I don't think the I don't believe the NBA cared who won the series. I do believe the NBA cared that it went past five games. Mitch, have you ever been to Area 51? Say it again? I mean, have you ever been to Area 51? I mean, did, are you a conspiracy theorist? This is what I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to get really. to. Not really. I'm really not. But I, I, I got to be honest. I, I got to go Did with, Lee Harvey uh, Oswald act go alone? I got to Stephen Curry's wife on this one. Right. Did Lee Harvey act alone? Guess what? Guess what? You might you might mock Mitch. I'm not but, mocking Mitch. But guess what? I agree with well, him. On the air. How's that? I mean, I, I'm not. I am not mocking Mitch. I want to know if Mitch is prone to conspiracy theories. That's all I'm asking. No, I'm not. Uh, I want to know. He watches Fox. Uh, you, Barkley, you, you, be, you, you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone? Is Obama an American citizen? In yes, your opinion? I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you're not prone to conspiracy theories. That's what I'm just trying to get to. You don't no, believe there was an than, alien landing? I, I got to be honest here. I do believe that David Stern bent the envelope a little bit when the Knicks picked Patrick Ewing out of that thing. Oh, so do I. But I was okay with that. <laughs> that was okay. Listen, as a man who has run many a stag parties, I, I know how to fix a, a, a lottery with, with those kind of things. But he's I lucky mean, he didn't stick to his hand when he pulled it out because it was like so, yeah, I, so ice cold. I used to freeze the 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 raffle ticket. David Stern gets hypothermia and then, because of the Knicks or, ping pong ball, or the 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 palming of the uh, of the raffle ticket. So I mean, okay. like you know. So Adam Silver, look, you just I mean, and it, it wasn't only in the finals, right? I mean, like you had Draymond well, Green. Tell me thing. You had him drop kicking somebody in the nuts and not getting nuts? suspended. Can you say nuts? I believe you can. Adam, yeah. right. he drop kicks and doesn't get suspended, right? In the finals, you basically had to do a Zapruder film level analysis to see whether or not his hand inadvertently may have brushed the crotch of LeBron as LeBron stepped over him. It's not like he had to run across the court the way he did in the Thunder series and drop kick somebody in the nuts. LeBron was was stepping over him. He reached up. The Zapruder film indicated that there may have been some inadvertent touching, and he then gets suspended. What a the joke! The part about it. To be LeBron fair, knocked him wait a minute. LeBron knocked him down. He knocked him down. Over stepped him. over him. And, and, and LeBron did nothing. Can you believe that? I mean, and to be fair, I mean, you could have... Like, and he stepped over him. You could have, like, you know, knocked LeBron in the, in mean, the shoes and still touched the junk. Here. I mean, who the hell knows? Exactly. Look. Even if Eli is playing in the playground and some kid knocks him down and then steps up to over him, I think Eli brushes up against the master. Right. I have, I have sued people for less than that. <laughs> so I will say, like, I'm not, you know, if my kid gets touched in the playground, there are going to be some severe consequences... For the first person committing the battery, wow. having having said that, having said that, this part of the show brought to you by William P. Baccaro, attorney <laughs> of law. <laughs> Look, friend of the program. I mean, like they yeah, had I, a they had a resort to a Zapruder style, just millisecond by millisecond breakdown. There might have been like Draymond Green had a hangnail that inadvertently brushed up against 
some part of LeBron that shall go nameless. <laughs> which, which you never know where it goes. I mean, I just don't. I mean, okay, but having said that, having said that, it worked. Right? I will say one thing. Ready? I, I watched games in, five, six, I and was seven. I speaking to my advisor yesterday who works at Foot Locker in Edison, New Jersey. Okay. And um, Shameless plug. he is a big Bulls fan, <laughs> and he sees a lot of sneakers, so I think he knows what he's talking about. I like this. Uh, big Bulls fan. He says that uh, the way they <laughs> Wait, Vin just coughed. Now, you coughed. You I'm be- telling you, there's something in the room, right? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Adam didn't say, oh, you, Vin, why are you coughing? You can, you can forget about Golden State or Cleveland or any of these teams mm-hmm. having a chance to win two or three games against the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s. Correct. It's not even a dream. Not even a It's dream. not even conceivable. <laughs> Come on. Michael Jordan because, would have said, guess what? Don't suspend Draymond. That is, that is some in-depth analysis for a guy who sells sneakers. Wait, wait, that was the uh that was the sneaker analysis? Okay, so sneakers. Okay. Okay, well. Just the defense defense alone uh sets them apart. And I'll tell you the sad thing, and I did not I have to admit this, I did not watch ESPN for four days after the Cleveland one because I just did not want to see any draft stuff. I did not want to see any LeBron stuff. And then I turn on ESPN and all I do is see Taylor Smith walking around the world with no shirt on. I mean, even the president chimed in on that one. Right. I mean, to be fair, we've we've had to tell Joel to put his shirt on oh. the office too. So I mean, oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Awkward. He started walking right. around yesterday in shorts at the office. In shorts. He's pouring. <laughs> he's pouring. He's pouring <laughs> some champagne on himself. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was a little. He was walking around shorts. Funny part. Hey, if Jr. can do it, I can do it. True or false? You were walking around yeah. yesterday in shorts and dress shoes yesterday. Because I hadn't. I hadn't. Change into my other to my sketchers, which were in the Maybe car. Maybe thought he won the title, right? Exactly because I'm on the Cleveland bandwagon. Okay, because I am celebrating. I'm still in championship mode. You are well, the you had Jr. Trump Smith took off his of the organization. <laughs> I no, I am the LeBron then, of the organization. Let me just say and that. And if you saw it, uh, Obama, Adam is the Kevin the Love, and said, "Tell him to put this shirts back on." Vin is. The Kyrie falling preternaturally talented. The Rick Mahorn. <laughs> no, let me just say. Here's, your, here's the question for the day, guys. When Cleveland goes to the White question House. Question for the day brought to you by. I'm pretty sure we determined. Mitch. Okay. <laughs> question for the day. When he goes, when the Cleveland Cavaliers venture to the White House, does J.R. wear a shirt? Yes. I believe the threshold question there, Mitch, is does he pass the security check to get into the building? Easier to check his check him to go in if he's not wearing a shirt, right? Okay, here's the thing: Would J.R. Smith be willing to play in, in the Olympics? Is he afraid of the Zika virus? He Absolutely. is the Zika virus. That guy probably, yeah. <laughs> right, people I, are people are willing to, to play think, with J.R. Smith. I, I think this, and the they're not willing to go to mosquitoes. Are are flying away from him? <laughs> exactly. But right, he would infect the mosquitoes. He's not yeah, allowed in Rio because they're afraid of the mosquito population getting infected. You ready for this? Yes, we're ready. <laughs> I saw a commercial. I saw a, a interview with J.R. Smith's daughter, which is hard to believe he has a daughter, but she's about seven, eight years old. They asked her, "What do you think of your dad?" And she said, and this is a quote: "says 
I'm just surprised he made it through the season without being kicked off. She said that? Benjamin yes, said did. that about me during the session this year. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> Marshall made right. it through the budget that's negotiations. Like you only have seven-year-olds about their dads. Exactly. Look, one last yes. thing. One last thing. Derek Rose, you're, you're a Bulls fan. You're a Knicks fan. They've come together. Derek Rose is riding in on his white horse to Madison Square Garden to save the Knicks season next okay. year. What do you say? This, Have they not had tape of him over the last four good. years? I mean, like, what do you say? What is, what is the Foot Locker point of view? Okay, Foot Locker guy. The Foot Locker guy actually. I, I also, I also want to know, when you're done with this analysis, I want to know, what did you yeah. buy? I want to know what, what kicks Cousin Mitch is, you know, rocking. Do you have those new oh, Steph no, Curry? The new Steph Curry. We were looking in there because Zachary Cohen wanted to look at a pair of Stephs that he could never afford to buy. He wanted to get the Stephs, the new ones. He, he he wanted to look at it. I don't think he saw the way Stephs played in the playoffs. Okay. Well, he doesn't understand it. Okay. But um, two things. One, I spoke to a reporter friend of mine who covers, who works for the Chicago Tribune in uh, Chicago, uh, and he's the beat writer for the. And, Joe Frazier? Uh, he felt that, no, no, Casey Johnson. Casey Johnson. And uh, he felt that the deal had to be made from the Bulls' standpoint because they had fatigue. The whole organization had fatigue with Rose. Rose had fatigue with them. They believe Rose was going to walk away. They believe Rose is never going to be the player he once was. And this was the best deal they could get. I thought they got nothing for him. But I was told that this is the best they could have gotten for him. Now, uh, they're going to have to retool. They're going to have to get some people. This is the Bulls. going to have to get some people uh, on free agents to play. And the Knicks now have a roster of four or five players. But they have $35 million. They have the 2008 Olympic team. Right? They have Carmelo. Right. They have Derrick Rose. Oh, let me tell you something. If this was 2009 to 2010... They'd be a dynasty. Uh, the Knicks would be one of the favorites. They would be the favorite. Kevin Durant would be begging uh, to take a meeting with the Knicks instead of avoiding them in their own 2016, city. 2016, and, you know, as hurt as Derek is, and Derek will play 70 games this year, I believe. And I think he'll score 18 points a game. I think his days of scoring 23 points and... and playing over the rim or over. He does not play over the rim anymore. He used to be as good athletically as Westbrook. But if you look at him now, he's not an athletic point guard like Westbrook is. But, you know, people forget five years ago, he was Westbrook before Westbrook was Westbrook. Exactly. But that's not the play the Knicks got. That was Knicks Francis got probably like, yeah. a very good point guard who is going to be hurt every once in a while. That, that they was... did not get a super, super All right, Mitch, do me a favor. Mitch, if you see Jay-Z before I do, tell him to have Kevin Durant take a meeting with the Knicks. Okay, he's coming into New York. The Knicks play in New York. Just tell him to take a meeting with the Zen master, Phil Jackson, and he'll be a Nick next year. Phil well, Jackson will talk him into it. Ready? I'm going to answer this very quickly. Greg Monroe had a choice to play in New York City or Milwaukee. Exactly. He chose less money, and he chose to play in Milwaukee. That will answer you whether Kevin Durant could ever play in New York. Exactly. All right, Mitch. Great job. 
Our new DH. Hopefully, I got my my thing back. Uh, Your agents are are pitching for you. Benjamin yeah. is like saying we should send this in for our our Marconi Award submission. Mitch, I hope it works out better for you than Wally Pip, who also lost all of his money in the stock market yeah, crash in 1929. I'm hoping also. He did. I got tremendous pressure on me because. I got my agent telling me I have to pick it up a couple notches. Well, I think you did. You 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 came strong yeah, today, Mitch. No, I think strong. you did. Redeemed yourself. Yeah, I just. All right. I just have to redeem myself. As he sits in his basement with a tinfoil hat. All right, Mitch. Talk to you, Mitch. Thanks, buddy. Say hi to the family. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mitch. Mitch might have a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Is oh, you know, Mitch, I agree with is him. Is Mitch sitting in his basement with a tinfoil hat on? Uh, is Aisha Curry sitting in her basement of her 50,000 square foot home overlooking the Pacific Ocean with a conspiracy theory? Yeah, she has the same conspiracy theory. And guess what? I think maybe they're onto something. How about that? You know, we, we, we lost Mitch before we get his prediction in the Wales, Northern Ireland uh, oh, you yeah. know, big game, game today. It's a big, big game. game. Let me tell you, uh, the Wales-Northern Ireland game is going to see who gets to like I thought the secede from... <laughs> Britain first. I didn't re- exactly. Okay. I didn't, That's I what they're playing I didn't for realize now. Kevin Durant was going to Tottenham, so. The Tottenham fans that listen to us every week, how did they vote in Brexit? Oh, they voted uh, to, to stay only because they're in Tweet danger us. now. Of- Tweet us at Cannoli, at Cannoli and Knish, the real Cannoli and Knish. Tell us what you nope, think not, of the not Brexit name. decision. Not our name. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Not our name. Tottenham is seceding. That's Look. a neighborhood in London. Voted to remain. There you go. <laughs> right. Because, look, Cannoli and Knish, we're strong supporters of Remain. Are we? I think we are. Okay. Look, the only people happy about this were Vladimir Putin, Donald okay. Trump, and Iran. Okay? It's a, but that's a different topic. We're here to talk about sports, not the world economy. Although you wouldn't know sometimes by listening to the show. Not the safety of the world. By the way, I'm going to throw the New York in as a... Bad sports city? Yeah. I mean... You take out the Yankees. Yankees. Take I mean, out the Yankees. Which is like How do you out, do that? Which is like taking out the cornerstone like, of I the think, city. I think Boston. If you take out the Red Sox, I mean that, that uh, is they the have most, problem. That okay, is the so. most important sports franchise in the city. I'd okay. argue. So, well, Although they don't get uh, as many viewers as the Mets now, by the way. But you have the Jets, a absolutely tortured franchise. Tortured. Knicks, Rangers. I mean, they went fifty plus. Fifty four. Right. Fifty four years. Right, but then they won the championship. Okay. Senate Majority Leader Bob Duff's favorite team. The He's a Rangers fan? Yeah. Nobody's perfect. The Islanders? The Terrors. I mean, they were, they I were mean, great in the they 80s. They were great in the 80s. The Nets? That was about it. The Nets? I mean, so... You also have the for, Giants, for though. A bunch of Super Bowls. And you all have... these titles, they've only really had... They've had the Yankees and the Giants. I mean, the New York Liberty, I don't think, have had a really great career. You know? That's a good point. And are you the can't co- get... New, are York, the co- City, are the New York City FC. Are the Cosmos still playing? Uh, they folded in 1985. Okay. So the Cosmos Well, actually, no, back. I take that back. There actually is a new Cosmos team right. playing in the lower, lower they division. Lost, they lost the Dodgers and the Giants back in the late 1950s. I mean, it's a, This is a tortured town. It's a tortured. And yet there are 27 championships. But nothing compares to Buffalo. Look, Buffalo... Buffalo, Atlanta... I How about San Diego? Phoenix. San Diego has Phoenix. never won a championship. San Diego's number one championship? San Diego. No, San Diego has the Padres, the chart. Not only have they never won a championship, they're about to lose the Chargers. Which may be a good you know, Chargers net, net, go. positive. Yeah, I mean, right. Maybe they'll come to Hartford. How about Los Angeles? Are you show, out of your Showtime mind? Lakers. Showtime Lakers. Dodgers, the Dodgers? The Dodgers. Dodgers in 88. They have everything going for They've them. They've lost two NFL franchises. 
But then they get to NFL franchises the next year. You you can't compare them. Cincinnati, last major title they had was the 1990 Reds. Minneapolis, the last title they had was the 1991 Twins. Uh, Atlanta, 1995 Braves. Houston, last title they had was the 1995 Rockets. Washington, 1991 Redskins. I think Washington's a bad sport Washington, city. Washington's a bad sport We were talking about city. that at lunch the other day. Yeah, I Washington, agree. Washington has... And then, you mentioned Milwaukee before? No, Mitch mentioned Milwaukee. The Greg Monroe decided to go there. Algonquin for Of the Good Land. They had 1971... The 1971 Bucks were the last championship team they had. And Jack Sigma on that team? The only question with Milwaukee is... No, you get the, you get the, you get the Green Bay Packers. Though. That's the question. You get the Packers. Yeah. I, I so they get the Packers? They get the Packers. Yeah. Okay, so then they're one of the happiest sports cities... What is what is what about what, Chicago? What are the three happiest sports cities in America? Happiest sports cities? Like, you know, you're a sports fan in this in this city, and there's like there's Green always Bay. something going on. Green Bay. Titletown? Titletown. Okay, Green Bay, right. So but other than Green so Green Bay has but you know, so like Boston. Boston okay. Boston's for the last twenty years, Boston is really They are, yeah. I believe. Mainly because of... Boston, I mean, as a Red Sox fan, Boston fans suck, though. I mean, they're just the most obnoxious people in the world. You got... Boston is the greatest Jewish sports city... Greatest Jewish in America. Let me tell you... Let me tell you... Before you do that, where? you're listening to 103.5 FM WNHHLP. I just realized this. You have been gifted two of the greatest franchises in sports history by Lonsman. Robert Kraft built the Patriots. Is he a Lonsman? Robert Bob Kraft and his son Jonathan. Yes. Okay. Yes, they are they are enormous Lonsmen. I mean, Kraft. I mean, I'm thinking macaroni and cheese here. It doesn't jump out at me. No, Bob. No, I didn't realize. Don't you remember when he had the Ezra Schwartz thing? He had the Ezra Schwartz thing. So I can have macaroni and cheese on the Seder table? No. No, you can't. Wait, hold it. Wait, wait, wait. Let our in-house rabbi. Or Judaic advisor. No macaroni and cheese on the Seder table. The macaroni is weed. All right, but there you go, a ruling. But you can have bacon because that from doesn't the, have any from the from the Adam Silver of this show, Benjamin Rudikoff, Commissioner of Judaism See? of the Canonical. No, but okay. So Bob Kraft Bob with Kraft. the Patriots, okay, and Theo Epstein, who's in with, Chicago. Yeah, but guess what? Guess who's not in Chicago? Mookie Betts isn't in Chicago. Xander Bogert isn't in Chicago. Jackie Bradley Jr. isn't in Chicago. They're Theo also, Epstein. I didn't realize they were all Jewish. They're not. But what I'm saying to you is, Theo Epstein and Bob Kraft have come through for a generation of Bostonians. Interesting that you know, because when I think of Boston, I think of the Irish, not not its large. Well, I guess it's a new, <laughs> it's a new era. It's a it's a new Boston. Uh, apparently, it's a new Boston, my friends. Shalom. Look, I'm just saying. I mean, like, think about they have Xander Bogerts, they have. Mo they have the greatest collection of young players in Major League Baseball. Yeah. In, in the, Boston. And, and Theo gifted all of them. Exactly. So those are the... Oh, oh also like another great sports town. I'm going to say... Uh, so another great sports town. Like, it's actually like you thought of it, but you know who I think is, You know who I think is pretty tortured? Philadelphia. Phillies. Okay, Philadelphia is tortured. Phillies... Wait, why aren't they? And the Phil, no, the Eagles. Just won, they just won a championship, the Phillies. Exactly. The Chase Utley led. Another town that's never won a championship is Nashville. 
And you don't think of Nashville as being one of these sports towns? Nor do I think of it as having a, having a baseball team. Or they have the Titans. They have the so they are one yard away from a championship. Yeah, they have the Titans. Pretty painful. And they have the apparently they have a hockey team, the Predators. Benj, could you drink your water any louder? <laughs> At least he's not chewing gum. Exactly. You, oh. got, you guys. Oh, you. <laughs> you scared him out of that one. You can. The guy chews his gum. Have you thought about calling? Thank you for that, in? by the way. <laughs> have I thought about calling yeah. in? No, I haven't thought about calling in. I will never call in. I'm here forever. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Turn, turn the mic down. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, finally figured that one out. Yeah, good job, John. I don't know. All right. too, bad, too bad Eddie the Greek didn't call in. He's busy. He's got all stars. Right. He has like soccer all stars. He's got all stars. He's got a daughter. He's got all stars. But Eddie the, Eddie the Greek, uh, the crazy uncle, no, the, the felonious cousin of the Canolian Kish sports family went to game six in Cleveland. And there's a picture of him posing in front of the, the venerable LeBron James billboard. Yes, there is. Soon to be removed for the Republican National Convention. Yeah, right. Who are they putting up? Uh, they're putting up a big slogan, I think, that actually has Bernie Sanders. The Donald? Old, old slogan on there. Nice. The Donald? Yeah, when I think of LeBron James, I think of Donald Trump. Yeah. Make America great. All right. I think this was a great show. Yeah, any, any other friends that you haven't had on the air yet? Yeah, or exactly. family members? Any family members? Uh, <laughs> if I have any friends who are world-class sports experts, I'll, I'll bring them on. Hey, Benj has some friends, you know, we can do a whole hour. <laughs> with. Hold. No. I mean, I'm sure Benj has friends. I didn't mean to imply he doesn't right, have yeah, friends. Right. I, you know. More friends than his father, definitely. Yeah, certainly. Actually, Benj is friends with Dave Alexander's kid, Kieran, who is, who is really a basketball expert. I think that's a good idea. Next week, we'll do romper room. Exactly. We'll bring them all in studio. Oof. Fourth, of Ju- Fourth of July holiday next weekend. Uh, you know. We're off next weekend. No, how about that? I'm not off. <laughs> I'm here. I, no. That's I right. Do, look, we should think about doing a daily show. There's so much going on in the sports world. I, I feel constricted having this be weekly. I don't think you'd be able to do that. I know. It's true. <laughs> Unless you fire me. Well, no, no. I was going to say... From the concussion you would get every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I slam your head into the door. <laughs> All right. So, anything else? <laughs> I don't know. You want to get a couple more coughs out before we go off the air? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to... Maybe, maybe some deep ones. I'm going to text all my friends and see if they want to call in. Hold on one second. <laughs> Does anybody want to... We have the 1010 to 1020 slot open. Well, right. guys... This has been fun. It's been fun. I mean, I'm just turning off Joel's mic. I appreciate that. <laughs> Shalom. And then we had Cousin Mitch came strong today. We'll, we'll see I think Cousin he came Mitch very next, strong. Cousin Mitch next year. Yep. The Will Ponds don't do it. Look forward to that NBA preview sometime in mid October. And Joel will be wearing his Jose Reyes jersey <laughs> at some point. Absolutely not. And don't send Benjamin and Eli Jose Reyes jerseys because they will be burned. James Harden. They will be burned in the front yard. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> James, what are you thinking? (laughs) Shalom from New Haven. Have a good week, everybody.